everyone and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast, solely focused on the theme, We Can, We Will. Weather this COVID-19 storm, as business owners that is. If we haven't met yet, hello, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did, slash the one asking the questions throughout these episodes. Before I introduce the wonderful woman that is Rachel Burgess, who I chatted to via Zoom on Friday afternoon, I'm so pleased to say that this bonus We Can, We Will series is now sponsored by Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business account that I've used and loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018, and finally got my act into gear and sorted myself out with a proper company current account. If you haven't come across Tide yet, it's a business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers, which makes managing your business's finances a whole lot more simple than I'd envisioned when I first launched She Can, She Did. It didn't come as a surprise to me, therefore, when I learnt that in recent weeks they've set up a really useful hub dedicated to providing help and support for small businesses like yours and mine during the coronavirus outbreak, which you can find by heading to www.tide.co forward slash blog forward slash coronavirus or by following the link in this episode's show notes. From finding out how other businesses have overcome the paralysis to their industries in order to keep moving forward, what small businesses in Spain want all of us here in the UK to know about surviving coronavirus, to some good old tips and tricks for working at home more productively, you can find all the latest news, updates and help dedicated specifically to small business owners there, which will update as the current climate evolves of course. With so much noise out there at the moment, they've also provided digestible information on government support for business owners in the form of a really simple coronavirus government support eligibility checker. Bit of a mouthful, I know, but it's really useful and is void of all the fancy financial jargon that I don't know about you but I find so unbelievably confusing at times. Essentially it's a chatbot that asks you a few simple questions about your business and then directs you to the right support that's tailored to your business's needs. Basically it's a good one. You can find the link in the show notes below but I just want to say a huge thank you to Tide for their support and hope that you find the hub they've set up as useful as I did. Right back to today's episode in which I got to chat to Rachel Burgess, who, if you're a regular listener, you'll recognise from series one of this podcast. As the founder of the Rachel Burgess Bridal Boutique in Penarth, that's situated on the outskirts of Cardiff in Wales, Rachel is the queen of championing Welsh designers and allowing brides to do bridal their way. True to form, she's actually just married her long-term partner, John, after throwing a surprise party for friends and family where her and her now husband turned around and announced that after 15 years of being together, they were engaged and going to get married then and there. A story which the hopeless romantic in me can't help but love. So as a side note, huge, huge congratulations once again, Rachel. I'm so, so unbelievably happy for you. Anyway, when I caught up with Rachel on Friday afternoon via Zoom last week, it was the fourth Friday in a row that Rachel was preparing for a Saturday away from the boutique for the first time since launching her business eight years ago. Christmases aside, that is. With the boutique closed until further notice because of the UK lockdown and her brides that were due to wed in the coming weeks forced to delay, I wanted to catch up with Rachel to find out how she's coping behind the scenes so far and, of course, how she's adapted her plans for the boutique going forward. With a full face of makeup on and looking just as glamorous as ever. Honestly, it's my own way of my uh, every day I have to get ready for work because otherwise it's 
freaking Sunday every day and I can't deal with that so I have to every day put things on I'm like I can never wear white in the boutique so I'm like I'm gonna wear all the white outfits that I have in my wardrobe <laughs> because because if I wear white it makes the dresses look really dirty because they're ivory that's so so and also it's meant to be flying to Bali tomorrow so I was like let's just go florals today This is what Rachel had to say. Apologies in advance for the dodgy Wi-Fi in places. We didn't have the best signal, so I've done my very best to edit this. But I'm hoping that Rachel's amazing advice overrides the odd crackle here and there. As always, I hope you enjoy it. Um, I didn't actually visit the boutique, did I? I came to your lovely house. But I've seen many a photo and you obviously run the most amazing bridal boutique, championing all these Welsh designers. And we all know what's happened to not just small businesses, but we also know what's happened to the wedding industry. So how has the coronavirus impacted your business? What are we, April the... Let's have a look. 17th? Yeah, 17th. How has it played out for you in the past month? So, oh my goodness, a month. It's Mm. been a month. Okay, so it is the first time in coming up to eight years, so the boutique will be celebrating its eighth birthday in October, and it will be the first time I've ever been forced to take a Saturday not in the boutique, as in I'll take over Christmas and that type of thing. So that is bizarre because um, it's been out of my control. And there have been things that, as a business I never really expected to have to deal with but okay we'll adapt and we'll manage for example that Monday night when Boris made an announcement it's one of those moments in life I don't think I'll ever forget I remember I was lying on the sofa and he kind of just said and it'll be three weeks and I went three 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 weeks like I kind of in my head thought maybe this is going to be a two-week type thing and slowly kind of trying to process that a little bit in my head of what that's going to have an impact and I was like okay I can manage that but three weeks meant that I had four photo shoots I had to reschedule I had three brides who had just collected the day uh, that previous weekend to get married the following week and they automatically went into my head because I was like I think that means they can't get married um and I had another eight fittings happening that following weekend for brides who were getting married in the next four weeks so that all went through my head to begin with and then what quickly went through my head was okay you need to go and get your paper diary because as you know Fee technology is not my forte and I love uh, my A4 written diary because I'm muscle memory I write every appointment down I can make notes all that type of thing it's also my Bible. So all of a sudden I was like, I need to get my Bible and I need to bring my big Mac screen thing home. Because when I established the booty, I was like, I'm going to invest in a nice big computer, which means I never bring my work home because I have to leave it at the boutique. Whereas now I was in the situation going, I need to bring everything back home and I will be working from home for the foreseeable three weeks in that sense. So um, that was my initial thought process. And I was like, I need to communicate with my ladies. Communication is key. So I needed to get in touch with all of my brides. I need to get in touch with my seamstress who is pregnant. And so I was like, nope. That is no more working for you because you cannot come into this situation. I needed to get in touch with the designers and just keep communication key, kind of saying, right, you know, those fittings that were coming up, stop. Like, we don't need those dresses now because we're not going to physically be able to do those. Let's talk about storage. And then things like, okay, I have a shop front. Um, So making sure that for three weeks that boutique window looks lovely. For people, when they're taking that hour out of walking past, it looks presentable and I still have to remember that I'm representing nine 
designers and I am representing brides. So that boutique, even though I can't physically do appointments in there, still needs to look beautiful and pretty. And I didn't want a board up or anything like that, really. So just making sure that all the dresses are sitting nicely in the windows and such like that. That's so cute because like I've I've gone for many a walk, like you said, for my daily walk and some of the local businesses around here, some look so lovely and others it looks just it's just heartbreaking to see just like a little post-it note stuck up and you can tell it's all been very rushed and everyone's kind of bolted up and on gone home and it just it is it's all of those little details, isn't it, that is so often kind of in that panic mode forgotten but it's so true a good storefront is always so welcoming and people remember them yeah absolutely and I think as a as my my own personal character and what my own kind of natural response to a situation like this I I kind of surprised myself I think because I thought oh this could send me into a bit of a um I'm out of control, basically, and that I don't like being in. But actually, I just had this huge wave of calm because I can't control the situation, but I can totally control my attitude towards it and what I can adapt and what I can manage in this situation. So kind of held my hands up and went, okay, then this is what what we've been told. So I'm just going to do the best that I can. And my brides are my priority at that point. And you know, making sure that I'm there for them, that I can speak to them, that I can, if they're emailing or if they want to do, um, you know, a, a Zoom or, or FaceTime type thing, then we can do that because I will be their shoulder, I will be their ear, I will be their support, I will be their friend throughout all of that, as well as the woman who has their wedding dress. So I will do everything I can. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's amazing. And I expected nothing less from knowing you. I, I'm interested, though, sometimes when you are that pillar of support for so many people in the way that you are, you know, you you said there you've got your brides, you've got the designers, you've got the seam, seamstresses. Is that stress. <laughs> I've got a lisp as well, Rachel. So me saying seamstresses is never going to end well. But you've got all of those people looking to you for answers in a situation that even the government you know didn't have all the answers for that's such an emotional conversation to have how did that impact you you know behind the scenes if you take away like kind of you as a business owner do you you know what I'm trying to get at like that's your responsibility yeah absolutely and I think my natural response is I don't ever try and think about responsibility I have because if I did think if I did realize how much there was I would freak myself out I don't need to think about that because that's wasted energy in that sense so I'm going to focus on the things that I I can do but definitely featuring me I'm a person that needs a bit of structure and a bit of routine so I on a personal kind of level I don't know if you see on like Instagram and that each day I put a little day of the week up because I need to keep track of that um and I need to keep uh, a little routine going so I put each day what I'm going to achieve that day and that they're my little to-do lists you know and things like that and that will always involve kind of exercise and in the, to start the day off and that's my thinking time that's my personal time where I'm away from my phone quite frankly that's the time I am Rachel I'm not a partner a woman business I'm not a friend to anybody at that point that is for me my own thoughts and there have been really you know emotional conversations to be had with with brides but also my brides have just been phenomenal. They've handled this with so much grace and so much respect to the fact that it's been taken out of their hands. And again, because this the community, that's the whole reason why I established the boutique, because the community sense and the supporting handmaid. I mean, I 
I'm not worried in that sense, Does if, if that's okay to say. I'm not worried, you know, our designers are all still making because everything is all made in Wales. And like the boutique will get through this. The boutique will adapt and it will keep going and it will have you know I have no qualms about that so I don't have worry about it if that makes sense yeah and that's and you know that's a completely fair response I don't think there's any shame in saying that at all I'm interested from a business perspective for so many founders listening to this that are in a similar position though in terms of having to shut shop financially how how is that being impacted if this is going to go on we've just been announced it was what last night or the night before I'm losing track of time another three weeks we don't know if that's the end etc etc I hate being playing devil's advocate but in terms of like practical advice for anyone listening how are you handling that aspect of the business so um financially I've always been I've always been someone that has a contingency pot of money I have no idea why I think it comes from when I was a theatre stage manager not really knowing when the next job's coming in but I knew I had rent to pay and things like that so I've always had a little bit set aside and John Boy and I were talking about this the other day actually and John Boy sorry being my other half I said I've always had that pot there in the boutique I'm never really knowing why and we're both like why do why do you do that Rach but clearly for global pandemics like this you predicted (laughs) who knew who knew that was it but also from the government um sorry the local authority they've been for business rates they've been offering grants out to people um which is super helpful I have to say um and very welcomed and so I applied for one of those it was a little bit of um it was a very straightforward process to apply but it was a little bit funny every now and again because I had some friends who also run businesses who applied after me and they got it straight away I was like well I've applied before you what is the are we doing this in alphabetical order or you know so that type of thing but of course there were no phone numbers that you can phone because understandably they don't want people phoning them because they have so much work to do right now so I did just send a little email going hi um so it's me I'm sorry to interrupt you when you're busy but I just want to know that I'm in the system I've done everything you've asked for look here's my reference number I'm just having to wait and again it's those little things like that that when I was not in fully control I was like just tell me I'm in the system that's all I want to know and actually I got an email back yesterday saying yep Rach and it's on its way and and that is that's amazing and I have to say some brides who have had who rescheduled their weddings to next year and they phone me up going can I pay for my dress now you're a small business I know it's ready I know you've got it I want to be fair and that's phenomenal and even mothers of the bride who got married like three years ago they've been emailing me going Rach I've heard that the wedding industry is kind of turned on its head are you okay and I'm like thank you that is so thoughtful of you to even consider emailing I'm good and we're good we will be fine and you know we'll keep adapting and keep moving with the time so thank you yeah so financially fee um the support has been there which I'm grateful that's amazing and I think as well I think it's a lesson for every single one of us to make sure we do factor in those that like contingency pot that's big enough to support like something like this going forward just for those what yeah. if I think this is like I think it's just been such a big slap in the face wake up call for everyone that you know we're not invincible are we so it's kind of reach that yeah exactly um I mean let's let's roll with the fact that um you know you just said about your structure and your routine and you are honestly one of my favorite Instagram stories to kind of flick through every day because I love those to-do lists um I actually I write my to-do list down in my note I've got my notebook here look I have I have little tick boxes so the way you kind of um laid yours out is just amazing but 
in terms of looking after yourself, you said running. I know that you've also been, what's it called, mimicking the wild thing, breakfasts each morning and like... (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Which is hilarious. I started since lockdown. I've started every day going, oh, look, brekkie, because I love it. And uh, I don't know if anyone else loved it. And I thought I was being hilarious. Jimmy, I thought I was being hilarious by putting my breakfast up because quite frankly, during boutique appointments, if I'm not talking about wedding, I'm talking about food. Honestly, it's just my second love. And I thought, oh, I'm just going to put my breakfast up one morning. I now get more posts or more replies to my Instagram post about breakfast than I do some of the dresses that I'm like well that doesn't make marketing sense but okay we'll just roll with that and um it's those little things that just keep me keep me sane if I want to say that and yeah so structure wise so basically every morning starts with exercise of some form so whether that be a run or if I do an inside turbo session I've got one of these spinny things on a bike or I'll do a hit session so it always starts like that then I have breakfast and then I get ready for the day and I will put on my face I wear as in all of my makeup that I want to wear I mean eyeliner always and I get dressed like I'm heading to the boutique and I will now be at my computer at 10 o'clock the time I would open the boutique and I stop and I take an hour for lunch now that's interesting I've never done that before and that is definitely something that I'm gonna keep doing and I just sit outside in the garden for lunch not today because it's raining joy um but every other day I've been doing that and it's just been wow I never knew the power of taking an hour for lunch because in the boutique I always just work through um so I do that and then I go back to my computer in the afternoon um and I crack on and I you know have started doing things like because I can't physically sell anything in the boutique I've had to adapt within certain ways and I thought actually what what would be really important now is for people to understand and appreciate and value why championing handmade is so important and the community that goes with that um so I do little quizzes now on Fridays it's things like look at our lovely Camry crown that we have in the boutique how many meters of brass wire do you think goes into that? And there'll be a, an option of I don't know, five, ten, or fifteen. And it's actually fifteen meters of wire goes into make a handmade crown. Or how many daisies do you think are on this crop? There's a one thousand two hundred. Do you know what I mean? So it's actually teaching people that this is how much what goes into this. This is how much time, how much effort goes into creating. So actually, I kind of see the boutique now as a bit of. Uh, a voice still but actually more of an education kind of platform and that going this is why handmade is really important so and actually appointments are still coming in absolutely and and I'm saying yep let's get them in then but hopefully I'll be able to see you beforehand because hopefully we can move your appointment and uh, that's the only thing that um when I didn't when we're coming up to the end of the four weeks I think when that announcement was made yesterday I think at the start of this week, I was like, okay, so there's going to be an announcement that says, oh, can, can I get back in there on Saturday? Or can I not get back in there for another three weeks? And I had a bit of a, a wobble on that day. And I, I just said over lunchtime, I was like, I'm just going to put on an episode. The, there's a little extract in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, the musical. This is ridiculous. I am fully aware what I'm saying sounds ridiculous. But there's a barn dance scene and I love it. And I just went and put it on my headphones on my little phone. and I 
booked it and John Boyd came over and he and he just said are you okay and I was crying and laughing at the same time I was like I don't think I am right now um but as soon as this next announcement is made then I know my next structure and anyway sorry going back to your question Fee, I'm just no, I'm just rolling with that really quick just to, to jump in is I think it is it's the uncertainty and then you get the clarification from whatever announcement and then it's like okay roll your sleeves up make do amend kind of thing we'll make the most of it but it's that not knowing I think that's why everyone the panic was but the week leading up to Boris's first announcement that we were in lockdown that's when I think everyone was just like what on earth is going wrong because you just need that kind of overarching plan for everyone that says this is how we're all going to behave during this and it's like okay well, how shall I adapt to that? I'm so with you on that. And also on a, on a musical note, mine is Matilda. There's a song, um, you know, the one that's like, sometimes you have to be a little bit naughty. That one. <laughs> that's like that's like my go-to. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, well. Oh, good. What would you do? <laughs> oh, that's it. See, musical theatre fans. Totally. <laughs> and I've got, because I, um, so at the end of the, I think, like the second day of kind of lockdown of being at home. And once I'd kind of worked through my to-do list of, of chatting to um, my brides and our kind of action plan, I wrote out a action plan for the boutique of kind of going, okay, so I want to share dresses about long sleeves, about back details, about what kind of underwear you can do with that. I want to write these blog posts. So all of a sudden, all of these ideas which have been stored in my head for maybe, ooh, I want to say four years, that I've never had the time or that I never get round to doing, I kind of just got them all down. And that then felt quite overwhelming of this list. So I bought myself, actually, it's one of um, Sadler Jones, Kath Sadler Jones's weekly planners. Yay. And so I can literally write down that's going to be a little bit of a quiz day so actually I kind of gained structure with that and then also um so my other half's best friend lives two doors down and he does a online PT kind of class thing on Thursday nights for everyone to join in so we do that now on Thursday evenings fun on Friday nights will be like theatre nights so like we'll watch the National Theatre Live that they're doing it's these little things that we're kind of adding in now which is lovely and then my best friend our gardens back onto each other and um, his little boy wasn't very well and they were all in isolation so they couldn't get to the pharmacy and I was like I can do that as part of one of my morning runs I can run to the pharmacy and go and pick that up and we got their fruit and veg parcel delivered here and we literally just left it on the fence above them and around the corner there's some opera singers and last night they were doing an opera in their garden and everyone was just cheering and so actually that sense of community is just phenomenal and the week before last oh I love it you know eight o'clock everybody stands on their doorsteps and cheers for the NHS yeah that is just so heartwarming I timed a bike ride Maybe it was the correct time. I'm going to say this because never will I have this moment again. But I was cycling down the street and I was like, oh my God, it's eight o'clock because everybody came out of their houses and was applauding. And I was thought, it's like I've finished a race. <laughs> like, You're there taking all the credit. Like, Way. I was. I was, and they were like, well done, you've won. I was like, thank you, thank you for this. And I just had to pull over and join in and clap because I was like, this is very weird, like I need to stop and clap. But it's the sense afterwards of everybody was just staying in their gardens and chatting over their fences and even for a good 15 minutes afterwards. And I thought that was lovely, the sense of community. Honestly, I think that's one of the most amazing things that's come out of this. And I've said it a few times on this, but it's just so true. It's like, if anything, to me, it's like, I mean, I've mentioned since launching she had she did a number of times about like how much we all 
everyone knows how much we rely on our phones and stuff and it's it has its perks but oh my goodness there's a reason I record these podcasts in person and there's a reason I want to do the events in person because human interaction and community in real life is so important totally and I think absolutely right with that with that human interaction and you know there are some bridal boutiques I think that are now starting to do like zoom kind of like look these are the dresses type thing that we can have I will never go down that route because I want people to come in I want to physically meet them I want them to touch the dresses I want them to feel the fabrics and especially if they're investing you know a certain price tag a certain amount of money because of the price tag then I need those women to try them on so that is something I'm happy to wait for fee that routine just really helps me keep that structure and I think otherwise it is easy in this situation for every day to become a Sunday and even though I love a Netflix, do you know what I mean? But I don't want a Netflix at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday. So that Netflix has to wait until the weekend. And on the weekends, I change, I, I don't put my face on. I am in my slobs. So I am making the difference between the week of working week and the weekends. And that for me is really helpful. I'm, I take the makeup off because you can see my face right now. But like, other than that, I'm exactly the same. Like, And I think, it, honestly, each to their own. But I am like you. I need a structure the where I'm working in the day. Like, I think, you know, I love my suits. And if, you've, if I start watching suits at one o'clock, then that's game over. I'll just watch it back to back and watch all series, you know? Oh. I'm like you. And tonight, it's what, Friday afternoon? I'm a glass of red wine will start my weekend tonight. Because that will be the weekend has begun. Namaste to that. Yes. <laughs> um, in terms of advice, then, Rachel, for anyone listening, um, we are, like we said earlier, four, four or five weeks in now. We've just been told lockdown for another three weeks. What is your advice to any founders listening to this right now to just keep going, I guess? What would you say to them? I would just say Mother Nature has given us some time. So I think we should sit with that time. I think we should sit and reconnect with our business because running a business is a million miles an hour. There are always things to do. But just take this moment and sit with it and reevaluate what you want to do with your business and put that energy into all the aspects that you want to do, but you haven't been able to do. So crack on. Let's do it. Let's do those blog posts. Let's do those things of like, do you know, I really want to do that window display next or okay, then action it. Start putting things into action. I don't think worrying about it or trying to predict the future. Just don't put the energy into more positive things. Yes. (laughs) Um, Basically. And Yeah, if you truly love your business and you're 100% passionate about what you do and the morals of that business, it will work. If you're looking for a quick fix solution, ain't going to happen. And on a personal note, if you don't mind me saying, Fee, and cut this out if you don't like it, but I think everyone as individuals needs to just take this moment and reevaluate what's the priority for them in their own life. Because I think we all need to start taking responsibility uh, for what we do on a day-to-day basis for the environment and the bigger picture of the world. And when when people say, oh, but if I just do this, nothing's really going to change. Imagine if everybody had that attitude. It is up to us. And I think we need to start thinking about that. Why on earth would I cut that bit out? <laughs> that was like a, that was like a preach to that sister, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, not sure about that. But no, I yeah, love that. No, I mean, I completely agree. I had this conversation with my mum, um, like, last last week, I think. Yeah, I just think, like, not to go all, you know, we will warn everyone, but I do think it is, like, everything happens for a reason. And, and, and you know, call me crazy, but maybe it is 
the universe's way of saying start looking after us do you know what I mean start looking after the environment oh absolutely I'm everyone was saying god if only the whole world would just stop and businesses would stop and we'd stop polluting it and then look what's happened it's just I don't know no I absolutely with you on that and I think um yeah mother nature is in control and she keeps giving us these reminders and we keep kind of ignore it and I think this is the biggest reminder to date um and I think if we ignore this then wow more for less quite frankly very lastly there Rachel um when the boutique is open again we're all allowed out brides weddings can take place how are you going to reward yourself that you know you've grit your teeth and got through this oh um well first things first I'm going to take myself off the wild thing I'm going to take myself there and have my lovely breakfast um when I see my designers all again in person I cannot wait to hug them and um just be like wow ladies you were phenomenal just to keep making and keep you know for I always trust my gut of of supporting her maid and I am just literally patting my gut now to say thanks for that because um I'm yeah feel incredibly yeah woof feeling a bit emotional sorry um very lucky um about that and other things I'm going to do is I will never take I will never take sitting in a coffee shop for granted again fee <laughs> like oh my goodness I've not had a proper coffee now for four weeks so feeling that you and me both I'm, I'm having to deal this is such a first world problem I'm having to deal with one of them little jug things that you know you push down and I miss because I obviously work at my parents house every day I miss my dad's coffee machine so bad I'm like gosh I'm a spoiled brat but I really miss it <laughs> no not at all I'm really on that I allow myself one Milky coffee week. So it's a one shot oat milk latte. Okay, that's how hardcore I am. But holy moly, I'm missing that right now. So on a first wheel problem, I'm going to have one of those. But I honestly cannot wait to sit in a coffee shop just in silence in a way of, of, of on my own, but looking out the window and just seeing life go by and happening and going, you got through that, you're fit and healthy. You got through that, you're okay. I'm hoping that the roads will be quieter. That would be lovely still because that is just glorious to see. But yes, I am... Um, I'm going to create a new normal as well for myself. I'm going to take an hour at lunch. I'm going to make sure that continues. And maybe I'll wear, you know, more white again on Saturday. Oh, not Saturdays, because I'm always in the boutique on Saturdays. That's what's weird about this whole situation is I've had Fridays and Saturdays. I never have that. Is it being odd for your husband? Like the fact that he's got you back for the weekends? Oh my God, well, it's odd that you called him that then, Faye, because yes, <laughs> what? Um, what? Um, it is very bizarre because Saturdays are I'm never here um because I'm always at the boutique so that's been very bizarre but yeah I'm going to make the most of on Sundays like wearing my little white dresses and stuff again love that thank you so much Rachel honestly it's always a pleasure but like that was such a lovely chat and um apologies for these dodgy wi-fi bits I think I don't feel like we made it work that was good <laughs> we'll just blame the rain sorry yeah exactly <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the She Can, She Did podcast. It really, really does mean a lot. If you happen to enjoy it, it would mean so much to me if you could please rate and review the series because rumour has it, it helps to boost the podcast in the charts, which allows more female founders and aspiring business owners to find it. For now, though, I really, really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening once again. And please do look out for tomorrow's episode.